Podlinks. Podlinks. Hello, Podlings. Hello, Podlings. We're back with another episode, and this time, because we're creeping on into Halloween, Halloween. we're talking about the Death Troopers. AKA zombies. You all love zombies. We love the zombies. Let's go. It's my favorite topic other than Star Wars, honestly. I love zombies so much. And zombies are worse. It's just like <sighs> the best thing to ever happen. Chef's kiss. And the thing that really prompted this originally, because as you all know, Ahsoka finished not too long ago mm-hmm. and they had Death Troopers. They, they had, did. They had we zombies. So excited. Live action. So fucking excited. Now, I loved it. I loved it. To see zombies in Star Wars, live action especially, mm-hmm. in live action is incredible. Loved every second. I loved the fact that it was the, the Night Sisters. Yes. That, that, yeah. Like that was a... Bringing the animations into live action because they did that, yeah. remember? But they did it with their own... Yeah, and it was like Night Sisters. Hella creepy. Yes, yes. But it was cool that they brought it back and we already know it exists, accept its existence. Exactly. Yeah. So it made sense canonically. Yes. So what, yeah. That of they course, do you this could way. Bring back this and it was dope to have the Night Sisters and see what they can do. Yes. And so from this, I don't know if you have anything else to say more about what it was like in Ahsoka. No, I think I'm happy there and we can jump to the actual yes. like legends where this came from. Yes, so the thing that got me really excited afterwards and I'm like, okay, I don't read books. <laughs> this is my time. There's literally a Star, a Star Wars, Wars book zombies. about zombies. I need to do it. And I'm so proud of myself. I didn't read it, <laughs> but I listened it to it. It deserves a golf clap though. Cause we, this is like something that's been, we've been joking. I've yeah. been joking mm. about for <laughs> yeah. years. That you do not read, and I find so much like beautiful Star Wars within the novelizations of mm. Star Wars in canon and legends. But he's like, here. What am I doing? And now I'm here. And I'm he's here. Listen to a whole book. And he was crushing it. Like we were competing on which person is farther, <laughs> which person is farther. And I was like, oh shit, he's farther than me. <laughs> I've just got the book of like four chapters. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, first of all. Love the book. Yeah. And you listened to the audiobook as well? Yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. I I really liked... I don't know if all... I doubt all audiobooks are like this. <laughs> no. But it was really cool the way it was presented. Because it, it was like so had good. the theme sung at the start, had all these sound effects, had like background, like spaceship noises. Like yes. you know, that deep hum. Yeah. And yeah, they had the hum of the... And then they had like... You could hear people screaming. <laughs> <laughs> what in the background, it? which was really cool. Yes, yes. And like Chewbacca's sentences were yeah, involved, yeah. which was really cool. And um, I thought the guy that narrated it was quite good as well. Really good. Yeah. He was, like a, he was fucking happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really loved it. And I just <laughs> wish like... Why have I not read this shit sooner or like yeah. this shit sooner i'm just like i feel like i've been missing out and i think this has opened up a whole new not all audiobooks are like this okay. so Won't we might need to, to find <laughs> i'd be interested to see if other star wars books are narrated like this yeah because yeah i listened to doom before on audiobooks and it's not like this not the same yeah it's just like a dude reading <laughs> Doesn't have the cool like, style of sound Yeah, and my favorite part about the sound effects was actually it turned out to be. Well, first of all, when I first listened to it, the 
theme song comes up and it scared the absolute <laughs> shit out of me. I was like, I, I've been listening to books. So I, not I was ready, ready for some guy to be like, chapter one. <laughs> and then you're like, you get thrown out of your chair because you're listening to the fucking da da da. And my favorite thing, my very favorite sound effects that they did was when he read the chapter. Yeah. Each chapter, he'd be like, chapter four. And then it progressively then got... It would like, he'd say whatever it was and it was like, Demise! And then there'd be someone screaming, Demise! <laughs> now, speaking of scary, I just loved it so much. And because of these sound effects and stuff, yeah. it was so... To me, it was so immersive. Yeah. So yeah. I found myself purposely... Like, I listened to the first, like, ten chapters and stuff, like, on my way to work, like, on the train. Yeah. And that was really cool to pass the time there. But I then started listening to it when I was going to sleep. Oh, no. Alone. Lights are off. In the dark. And I've got both my <laughs> earphones in. I'm just like... And you hear like the crunching of bones. Oh my <laughs> god. And like the zombies making noises in the distance. So I was just like, this is the best way to experience this. It was terrifying. Should we like give an overview of the book? If you want to read this book or listen to this book, absolutely yeah. do it. But we are going to spoil the shit out of it. So if you aren't... Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah, ready for that. More than what you've already heard, I would fuck off now and then come back to this episode. Yes. Overall thoughts on the book and it... Like the, the general storyline, I think. Yeah, like the general storyline was really interesting and cool and it must be the effect that books have, right? Where they just have more time <laughs> to... your first experience. <laughs> but they just must be what a book's do for people. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It just has way more time to yes. explain yeah. shit and, and obviously... It's wild that you, in a book, you can vi visualize things better than yeah. sometimes watching it. That's what you I found. I mean? Yeah. Because you're like seeing it from a person's perspective and it's just more... Visual and it's not just someone's facial expression that you're looking yeah. at. You're you're listening. You're reading their thoughts. Yes, whatever they're doing. Yeah, and that was the thing that I really liked. Even though there were the inclusion of all these like sound effects and stuff, yeah, yeah. it wasn't overdone. Mm -mm. It was just subtly used where appropriate. Yeah, like you could have added way more if you wanted to. Thankfully, they didn't. Yeah, but, but it, so was, it was it felt like it was the perfect amount. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it took me a little bit getting into. There's still some characters that I don't remember the names of. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was listening to it, not reading it. I guess that has something to do with it. But follows the kid, Trig, who's, I, I guess, essentially the main character of the book. I'd yeah, say. he's a prisoner. And then him and his brother, Kale. Um, Kale. Delicious. Healthy. <laughs> and they seem to be the main Delicious. characters. <laughs> and they're prisoners. <laughs> prisoners. <laughs> they're prisoners on this massive, like... Imperial prison, sh imperial prison ship, ship. Yeah. right? And then we're introduced to a couple of other, like a guard, a yeah. nurse, and other prisoners. Doctor, she's a doctor, but it's fine. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> whoops. And then... Uh, some other criminals on board. Yeah, some other crim, crim boys. Being Han Solo and Chewbacca. And I have to say, that actually really surprised me when that happened. Did it uh -huh. surprise you or did you I, sort of... I, we talked about it in our other Halloween episode. We had said, when we generally touched on zombies in Star Wars, and he said, oh, there's a Legends one called Death Rippers. And you were like, fuck, I've seen this or something. But I was like, oh, Han Solo and Trevor apparently in it. And so I was like waiting for them to come. There's a virus right. that takes over on the ship. Some stormtroopers go to check something off. Check something out. Check a Star Destroyer out. Oh, yeah, shit. Like an abandoned. Yes. What seems and abandoned. then there's something alive there. And then some come back. 
and then they bring this virus back to the prison ship and of course the guards are all like intermingling with the prisoners it spreads very fast it spreads so fucking fast and the doctor and like her droid are trying to figure out what the fuck's happening and then there's only a few people left and some Mm. of the prisoners left are these kids yeah and then they're trying to get to like off the ship or into a pod or to steer the ship so they can fuck off right because and Han Solo and Chewbacca are survivors as well yeah because it turns out that they're on the ship down in the in solitary confinement mm-hmm. so that's why they were unaffected by it originally why whereas everyone else because it seemed to be like an airborne virus because everyone just got yeah they're coughing they're always coughing whatever and, and for whatever reason I, I think like the main characters, Trig and Kale, were immune. Yeah, some people were They're immune. The yeah. doctor was immune. I think Han was immune, but they gave him the vaccine anyways, just to make sure. Just to make sure. Yeah. And then also the guard guy, which I've yeah. forgotten his name. Santos? Uh, Is it something like that. Sartorius. Sartorius, that's it. That's yeah. It. And Sartorius, who seemed to be immune, or just like he was fighting it off better than everyone else. Yeah. For whatever reason. Genetics, I don't know. He's just hella stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> All the prison doors open, Trig and Kale go out, and everyone's gone. Except for a few stragglers. Like, they find a kid Wookiee yeah. with, I'm assuming, its parents. Yeah. Tragic. Parents had died from the virus, but again, this virus killed people. And then, sometime later, the people got back up. Okay? They and this little kid, or this little kid, this little, like, Wookiee. It was actually one of the saddest yeah. scenes <laughs> for me. Yeah. This little Wookiee is like holding on to his parents and they're trying to help him come with us. Please come with us. We'll help you. And the Wookiee wouldn't leave his parents. He was really young. And they were like, all right, we're going to leave. And then when they're leaving, they hear like the Wookiee screaming and then they hear eating. (laughs) Yeah. So the parents obviously woke up and ate their child. (laughs) Fucked. It was fucked. There's a few scenes like that that are like real fucked. Yeah. And that's what like made this really good, like definitely Halloween book to read to oh, listen to 100 percent. because yeah. trig and kale's dad yes oh my god that his their dad was also on a prisoner on the thing on the ship that died and then came back they're like still trying to mourn his loss and then the dad they see the dad and he's up and moving in a, and they're in like dad come on come zombies. with us but they're like he's a zombie and then he's trying to eat them and he ends up biting Kale, and then he turns later and shows up. Yeah, and it's another tragic. Yeah, life. and then Kale turns into a zombie and also tries to eat Trig. Trig, and it's so like, like <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is just horrible. Yeah, very stereotypical zombie story. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst it's like, shit happens. Fuck. So, getting back to how I was so surprised by Chewbacca and Chewie, Chewbacca, Chewie, 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 and Han showing up was that. It already established some Wookiees. Yeah. So then when the doctor went down and checked out solitary confinement, because she could read how many life forms were left on the ship. Yeah. And she noticed that there was two down in solitary confinement, went down yeah. to help them out. And then it was like slowly describing who they were. Yeah. It was, it was describing this guy in a certain way. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's an interesting character. And then it described like this Wookiee. And I'm like, oh, this sounds like Chewie and Hunt. And then it says Chewie yeah. and Hunt. And I was... I audibly gasped. <laughs> I was actually like, holy shit, they actually are in this book. How good. Completely forgot that we talked about this in an episode a long time ago. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So I got to enjoy like that surprise and then just being in the book from then on, which was really cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed the... Because this is set before A New Hope, I think. Okay, yeah. And 
So they're just, you know, in prison out in the outer yeah. rim doing what they're doing and they come across like just the worst possible thing. Scenario. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked. It's um, fucked. Anyways, they, it, it ends well. Or does it? <laughs> You'll never know. Not for a lot of them. But... <laughs> Let's dive into your favorite parts. Okay. Least favorite parts, whatever. Yeah, so if, if I haven't already parts. said them in my yeah. excitement for this episode, my bit, my favorite bits would probably be close to the parts that scared me the most. Yeah. So it would have been like the chewy, that chewy little guy. Tragic scene with the Wookiee or any scenes with Trig being alone. Yeah. Two stand out when he was in front of that yeah. escape pod and everyone yes. left him and all he could hear was like some scratching on the door. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> that's not good. That was actually really scary. Yeah. Good suspense. And that's me. And then he gets into the trash compactor with all the oh, body parts. Oh my god. Yes. yes uh, that's right as well. I forgot about that one. It's fucked. Yeah. Cause... And his like brothers snarling around. Yuck. Fuck. That's so much worse than the trash compactor scene. And you have... Yeah, that's what I said. I said <laughs> what's scarier than a trash compactor with a hidden monster where the walls are closing in on you. Uh, fucking the trash compactor with... Full of body parts. Okay. <laughs> well, there's zombies also eating their way up from the bottom of the body parts. How fucked is that? Christ, and you're in it. That's such a visual. Yeah. Oh, very visceral, horrifying imagery. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah, it's so fucked. And that's the thing that I really liked about this book too. And like, yeah, go ahead. Then I go on. And the reason why they, that sounds like just some really like crash scene that they put in there but they did it right the guards had done had cut up all of the body parts of people who had died so that they wouldn't become zombies that was the mm. whole point the whole point was like we need to stop these motherfuckers from coming back alive yeah so if we cut them up at least we'll have parts for the zombies that are trying to eat <laughs> and we could also just hopefully they don't come back as zombies so they were like <laughs> did that put it all in the trash compactors to stop the spread of the zombies so it wasn't intentional it wasn't intentional it's I mean, just... it was intentional but it wasn't like meant to be so fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just a fuck it situation. just ended up being fucked for trick who had happened to go through go it. in the trash compactor for fun because that was the thing right like he that was they were they were in like above the hangar i can't remember where they were yeah. but essentially it was him chewy and han solo were mm -hmm. together han and chewy were like we'll go down there and you know deact like attempt to deactivate the the thing, tractor, tractor beam, tractor beam, which was the whole deal why they couldn't, why leave. They couldn't leave. Yeah, and he's like, cool. I'll go. I'll stay here and check out this other thing. And then suddenly, it's just, he's alone in darkness. And then to slowly realize that they're like all down there in the darkness. Yeah, the and you can hear them just screaming. And if they're intelligent, these zombies aren't like hella dumb. They were like learning, yeah. so they would learn off of the behaviors of the people that they're trying to eat and would learn from that yeah. and not do it again so they were super unpredictable like you had to be careful what you did yeah it's terrifying like the the shit that happened on the on the star destroyer yeah where they're like and the guards are like trying to eat well, yeah eat people ah, see that's the thing i really loved about this was that it felt it kind of filled that void that I was hoping would happen at some point in the future uh -huh. with live action. Yeah. It hit that adult 
sort of targeted this is like very adult very yeah, horror very violent very yeah. dark yeah um vibe and genre which sure that exists it exists it's just in legend I to listen to it yeah we should look up the all the scariest stories yes yes 100 percent oh yeah but it's really good if you're into horror and a bit of suspense a little thriller situation this is a fab listen and or read definitely definitely i definitely recommend it as someone that has not read many books in his <laughs> I'm lifetime. I'm doing great. I'm getting intelligent. So the ending, and like, it turned out that basically the empire, like the twist at the end was that yeah. the empire, the zombies weren't even like, they were created for a purpose. They yeah. weren't created themselves as a weapon. But what they, what's created from them being zombified was like this gray goo, yeah. basically. That they were collecting. And then that was going to be used to do whatever. And obviously shit went a bit wrong. Yeah. But And then they left it up in the middle of the space. Yeah. In space. Because it's too scary. They're like, yeah, just <laughs> leave it on that Star Destroyer. <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. The book left me wanting more. Yeah. I would definitely which read is the good second then. one. Yeah. yeah. And Let's see what happens. And, and I looked up to see if there's more. Is there? And there's more. Not a sequel. Which I was like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah. But there's apparently a prequel. It's just like, it's just like Trig trying to cope with the real world <laughs> because he's got so much like PTSD yeah. and drama. Yeah. Come on. And, uh, but no, there's no sequel, unfortunately. Mm. But there was, there is a prequel. And okay. I downloaded it and it's called... Red Harvest. We talked about this. Yeah. We have talked about these things subtly. Very subtly. They're things that Blue Harvest and Red Harvest, and we had a whole conversation about it. Yeah, a very long time ago, mostly. Yeah, God, this is like full circle. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so many times where we have an episode and we have all these little details that you could dive even more into it, yeah. but we just don't because otherwise our episodes would be hours long. Yes. But here we are. Now we have a reason to dive into the I, second book. I do want to dive a little bit into my faves. Yes. One of them you touched on is that the disease affected Wookiees differently. Yeah. Which I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah. So the doctor gives Chewbacca the vaccine, her and her little droid create a vaccine, and they give it to Han Solo, and she gives it to everyone who's still alive, just yeah. in case. Just in case, yeah. And so she gives it to Chewbacca, and she obviously can't understand him and he is just like screaming and breathing in pain and she doesn't really understand what's happening she's like it should be and like Holland's trying to help or whatever and it's like, it should be working it'll be, it'll be fine and she <laughs> realizes like he's freaking out and what's happening to him is that he can feel it's almost like a force situation like yeah, yeah. it reminds me a little bit of Zeb and his species and their like relationship with yeah. Ashla and this they can all feel the people before them it's yeah. a little bit like avatar too like yeah. this like generational community sort of. voice so when he gets this virus he can feel what's happened to the other the other bookies on board he can feel like he, he actually He's connected to it very yeah. connected to what has happened to the wookies like including the child and the parents mm. what happened to them on board and he can feel their pain and how fucked it is and then they figure out he's he's obviously in so much pain. So um, <laughs> the doctor takes it out. She like quickly just fuck this. She takes she Not finds left. a little thing of vaccine. She takes it out of him, and then he gets better and he's fine. Yeah, but totally terrifying. Totally terrifying and a really cool insight into the Wookies. 
the Wookiee because it sort of cuts between for a chapter between his basically his inner dialogue and his psyche. Yeah. And it even references Life Day. Yes. And there's this sort of voice which is I guess like the virus fucking with him. Yeah. You know, it's manipulating yeah. his thoughts and basically yeah. making his life day death day and it's Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was a cool way to it made life day seem quite cool and it shows that like cultural cultural thing with his people i just i found that was so fucking interesting yeah and that's what they had said too because it wasn't just the wookies there was like other species that were behaving differently do you yeah. remember how the trig and kale were like in a prison whatever you call it mm, mm, so mm. across from the rhodian rhodian ones rhodian yeah. ones mm. and the rhodian ones i think it happened to the virus affected like so fast yeah and they didn't figure out what was happening Oh, that's right. And they like, oh, and then wasn't it the, was it the Wookiees that their throats explode? Yeah, it's like something to do with their tongue swelling Swelling. in their throat. And then then their throats explode. Explode and explode. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I know, but I found that a really cool detail because like, you don't really get that in a lot of the Star Wars stuff that like, obviously everything affects species differently. Of course the disease would affect all of these different species. Differently, and I just like that he, they put that in. Put yeah, because because that's brilliant, and that's something you wouldn't normally get from a normal zombie story too. Because it's not no. like you have eight like different You're species. You're like, oh, of the animals. dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. feel yeah. breathing pain. It's basically either yeah, humans just get infected, or yeah. everything does. Yeah. Know? So yeah, really cool little detail. I I thought as well. I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool to see like the species get different. Yeah. Effects, and they do a little. I like that this was separate from and I, this is what i said too i was like i really like that chewbacca and han solo you get to see them outside of the skywalker saga yeah you know you get to see these sort of things i like these stories mm. like we this is something that i would love to see because this is why we liked the first mandalorian why we liked andor it's because you get these like side stories that have nothing to do with They're just sort of like these self-contained yes, stories which i loved and i love that it's like you you feel Darth Vader's presence. You do. They do mention Darth Vader, and the guards are like talking about how cool it would be to meet him, and like yeah. how scary it was to be in his presence. And there's just like a little clip yeah, that of was that. Really cool. And that was it. You feel his presence, yeah. though. You feel the Empire's presence, but it's not about that. It's no. Yeah. It was right. The survivors. That spot. was a really clever way that would normally in a, in a, one of the TV shows it would have just been a straight up cameo. Yeah. But it was just like. I mean, Andor does it well. Like, they just briefly mentioned Palpatine yeah. and stuff like that. And I thought that was, yeah, such a cool way to describe Vader. It was like, oh, he's... What was it? The the guard was talking the about... The guards were saying, like... Oh, have you ever met him? Yeah. Have met him? He's tall and cold. So he's terrible. Vibes with that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I thought that, too, with the the Star Destroyer and, and the, the scale of how yes. massive it yeah. was. You feel it. You're like, holy shit, yeah, they're big. <laughs> yeah. Big ships. You feel it. Yeah. And yeah, I just really liked it. Different. Even though we had like, this sort of prison situation on Andor, it felt nothing like that. It felt, you know what I mean? Like Andor didn't try to copy anything like this. It was cool. Yeah. Separate, separate and cool. Yeah, because I, I understand that it's not, it's not like Disney can just be like, okay, let's take that story and make it a movie or, or a TV show by itself. That's just not going to happen. I wish. But. It did feel, I mean, I guess the Death Troopers is what we got in this. We did, yeah. But if we didn't get that, what they could have done is something like Mando's character. Mm-hmm. Could that, 
you know, goes to the outer rim, is exploring for, I don't know, Grover's species somewhere. Yeah. Comes across a floating Star Destroyer, goes, that's interesting. Maybe there's a distress signal. Next thing, you just have the Death Troopers book. Yeah. In a Mando episode or two, or season. Yeah. I don't know. But. The Big Bear. I'll ask oh, that. That'd be so cool. That, that, that would be amazing. But you'd have to make it as gruesome as, as it is in the book. You can't. Yeah. Can't tone that back because it would just lose so much of the the horror part. Yes. which is the whole point of what made this book yeah. so good. Yeah, you want to be able to like hear the Ugh. the Wookiees eating oh, your baby. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about this scene. Yeah, and I think we should probably end on it unless you have some more things to tie in. That's honestly oh the I did mention the test that stormtroopers take. So do you remember that conversation about what was his name again? Sir Torres. So they talk about the guards who are on the fucking Death Star interact with the guard who came from the prison barge. And they tell, wait, no, I lied. It's the warden. It's the warden who talks to Sorteros. Right, he's locked himself inside. Yeah, the warden's like very sick, dying of the virus. And he says... He chucks this thing because he thinks that the guard's going to kill him. Which he's obviously is going to because he's fucking sick. And he says, oh, and you know that, like, the test that you guys take, which is, like, the VHB test. Yeah. The Empire, there's a psych in this test. There's a psych bit in this test where that they can tell if you're kind of, like, a sociopath. Mm. And he said, and we keep those sociopaths we know them who they are and we keep them as like a as like a like a fail safe in these situations that we know that they're gonna do the fucked up thing to save the empire right right? like because he was super keen to fuck everyone on the ship blow it up and i'm gonna save myself and it was like the the warden was like, do you know where you fall on the test? And yeah. he was like, I think we both know where I fall on the test. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I just liked that. Yeah, that they made cool. this like crooked little empire test for guards that allows sociopaths because you need them to do the empire's dirty work. Yeah. In case of these like horrific situations. Such an empire. And it sounds like it was good that like he was doing what he was doing, but it was super fucked up because there were people alive still on yeah. the ship. It was yeah. like he was just like it's just so empire it's very empire so, like, and i was like oh i like that nice it's detail like this you know psych test yeah of course <laughs> psychopaths social yes of course of course yeah um the the scene i think we should end on is the the scene when there's the two groups of five that go investigate the star destroyer straight up mm-hmm. and we're following like one of the characters who's a bit of an artist mm-hmm. and he comes across the lab and he sees these vats or vials or whatever filled with lungs. Yeah. And they're all like breathing, breathing together. together. And yeah. he's like looking at a distance and it's describing it's, oh, it's like the wings of a, an angel or something. And he gets close. It's like, oh, they're lungs and they're breathing together. Yeah, like, in sync. Like, what? And when <laughs> humans came closer to them, they started to scream, remember? That's right. There was like a screaming mechanism for these, I don't know, in these lung situation, there's a screaming mechanism and all of them are screaming. And it, they were like, what the fuck? They were like terrified. And it's because they could obviously smell, smell. 
sense, whatever the fuck. The zombies wanted the humans. They wanted them now. Yeah. That was the thing that was... That was terrifying. That was terrifying. And that was the part in the book, because that happens really early on, too. That as soon as... After I read that chapter, listened to that chapter, I was just like, okay, I'm... Something's up. I'm 100% hooked (laughs) to this book now. Like, I knew zombies were involved, but oh my god. What are they doing? The science experiment. So scary. So So good. And... 100% 100% recommend listening to this book. If yeah. you listen to this, I mean, you're still going to enjoy it, honestly. Yep. But we did spoil a bunch. <laughs> yeah. But so good. So good. So good. And I'm excited to listen to Red Harvest. Yeah, hell yeah. That's next. So, Podlings, thanks for listening and enjoying and, and bearing with my excitement at the start. <laughs> Got it very excited. Yes. But, um, yeah, if you haven't read this book, definitely read it. Recommend any other books that you guys know of. Star Wars, obviously. Yes. If there's any horror movies, that would be great. Uh, not horror movies. Horror, horror books. Horror books. <laughs> that would be awesome because I, I want to listen to more. Yeah, so this is Death Troopers by Joe Schreiber. Yeah, Schreiber. Yeah. Schreiber. Schreiber, Schreiber. Schreiber, Schreiber. Yeah. Which takes place a year before Ingo Hope. So, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Shout out to fucking Joe because it was dope. Dope AF yo. It was very good. Very dark, very adult. I think just what we were after. Yeah, uh-huh. filled, filled, filled a void. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, Podlings, reach out to us at Podlings Podcast. DM us if you want to tell us whatever you want. Yeah. Go for it. If you read the book, shout out. We can geek over it together. We can chat. Yeah. yeah. Buy us a copy if you're keen. You can just Podlinks Podcast on Instagram and have a happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. You. Okay, bye.